And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against network groups who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Well, welcome back, everybody. Zach and Ashley Spear here, and welcome to another episode of MLM Rebels. Welcome. Yay. Um, wanted to, uh, first of all, welcome you to the show, and we're extremely excited to have you guys here today. Today, we're going to be talking about how to make sure and do the best things that you can do to help your team be engaged with you and with your team. So, do you want your team engaged in the bigger team? My guess is the answer is yes, because if they're not engaged, eventually they will not be in the business. They're going to leave. And if they leave the business, then you got to replace them, and that takes a lot of energy, right? So we want to talk about how to make sure that your team stays engaged with you and with your bigger team. But before we do that, uh, for those of you that leave a review and a five-star rating on the podcast, we are going to send you something very, very special, okay? So over the past few years, actually, this is this we're going to go back a little bit, but we have been using a funnel to fill our pipeline with prospects and new leads at no cost to us while paying for advertising. It's called a self-liquidating offer. Now, we have this funnel. It works extremely well. And to give you the actual math on it, uh, we can spend up to $27 in an advertisement and still acquire a customer at break even. So I want you to think about that for a second. If you're running advertising and you know it costs money to run ads, Every time you generate a lead, you have to figure out how to make money from that lead. Otherwise, you're going to go broke really, really fast. The way to fix this problem really, really quickly is to have a self-liquidating offer. Now, it's a quick fix in your mind, but it's actually quite a hard thing to do. In in fact, most people that try to make a self-liquidating offer will spend years doing it and usually fail. But I want to give you a self-liquidating offer that has been proven to work. Um, we spent tens of thousands of dollars on this offer, and we have made every single dime back and retrieved thousands upon thousands of leads from this offer. I'm going to give it to you completely for free. I'm going to give you the funnel. I'm going to show you an, an explanation of how we built it, and then give you the actual funnel for your own account if you choose to take it, and you can build it for yourself. And all you have to do is leave a review and a five-star rating on the podcast. Simply send us an email afterwards, support at ZacharySpear.com. That's support at Z-A-C-H-A-R-Y-S-P-E-A-R. Support at ZacharySpear.com. Letting us know you did that, and we will send you that funnel immediately. Sound good? Okay, cool. So today we're going to be talking about helping your team stay engaged with you and your team all the time. 
This is going to be a pretty short episode because it's actually pretty simple. Are you ready for this? Do you want to do you want me to do you want to drop the hammer? Or you want me to drop it? Drop it. I'll drop the hammer. Okay, this is the massive secret. If you want people to be engaged in your team, guess what? You have to be engaged in your uplines team. Wow! Woo! Man, that's some good stuff, right? But seriously, I want you to think about how you spell the word leadership. Think about that for a second. It's actually E-X-A-M-P-L-E. That's how you spell leadership. And if you don't engage in your uplines team, and then you teach, you wonder, you look back and you're like, why is my team not engaging? Why are my team not talking? Why is my team not interacting with each other? Why don't you ask yourself, when was the last time that I added value to my uplines team? And if you can't think of that time, or it was a long time ago, you have your answer. See, everything that we do to our downline, um, number one, as leaders, our downline will replicate them. Okay, it's going to replicate our good, our downline will replicate our good and bad habits, number one. But you reverse the cycle and look back at your upline. Whatever you do to your upline, your downline will do back to you. So if I never engage with our team, our upline team, or the bigger team in general, that's going to happen to me as well, right? Now, this is, of course, under the, no, under the prerequisite that you actually want to be on that team. If you don't want to be on that team in the first place, then go find something else to do. Or go find another team to be a part of. But assuming that you want to be a part of your upline's team, then you should get, engage in it, right? So that's the fastest way to do anything, by the way, in this, in this business. If you want something happening, happening downline of you, just do it and it'll happen. Do it more and it'll happen more. So real life example. Let's say... Um, you have physical events in your business. Okay, this is kind of the way our last business operated, primarily physical events. You have physical events in your business. You want your downline showing up to the physical events. I mean, that's my guess, right? How do you get them to show up? Well, the first thing that you can do outside of promoting, which if you don't know how to promote, go buy our promotion course. Um, if you don't know how to promote, yeah, go do that. But the first thing you need to do before you promote is show up yourself! Like, just show up to it. No big deal, right? It's pretty easy. The second thing to do is add value to that event in some way, shape, or form, okay? Now, maybe it's something as minute and admin-esque as giving the speaker a drink of water at a, at a proper time, not when you don't be a weirdo. But, you know, maybe it's something as simple as that. Maybe it's making sure that there is a, you know, a, a, a doorman in place if there's supposed to be one. Maybe it's just interacting with people in the room that are obviously new and you're just helping them feel welcome. You're adding value to that room, even if you don't get a direct benefit from it. So I'm talking about helping a cross sign out, maybe introducing yourself to someone who's clearly new and they don't know if they're supposed to be at the event that they're sitting in or they're supposed to be at the you know magic conference next door. Maybe you go talk to them, add value to that event. If, you're, if your team is primarily built online, my guess is you're using some sort of a group, like a Facebook group or a forum be active in that group, be active in that forum, right? If you're looking back at your team and you're saying, hey, every time that there's a post made in this group, none of my team is commenting, but those people are, okay, what's probably happening is you're not being active, thus your team is not being active because guess what? They're following your example. Here's something that you gotta know. Think about your biggest upline that you are associated with. Okay, that you have maybe some level of personal connection. Doesn't have to be a great personal connection. Maybe you've talked to them once. Think about them. You have them in their mind, in your mind? Okay. Now think about your downline. 
your maybe think about your direct downline. You're like a first layer in depth, second layer in depth. Okay. Think about them. Now think about yourself. Okay, you get everyone. Okay, three people. All right, your downline is looking to you as to what they should be doing in the business because they're the biggest upline that they can think of, the one that you thought of, the big upline. When they look at that big upline, they think of them as Mr. or Mrs. Insert your company name. Mr. Amway, Mrs. Amway, Mr. Herbalife, Mrs. Herbalife. That is like the spokesperson for your company. That's how your new person views them. Of course they're doing everything. You know, Of course they're holding the meeting. Of course they have a group. Of course they have this. They look at them as the big time head honcho that it's, it's like that person was born with a, a, huge team. a huge team. They were born with leadership, right? Your new person is not looking at that big upline and emulating their anything. I promise you that. They're not emulating Jack, okay? I give you a hint. Like on our team, even though we don't have the biggest team on the planet, right? We created the system that our team is using. When a person gets on our business, they're not necessarily emulating us because we built the system. So people are like, well, of course you're doing it. You built it. They're looking at the people right below us. They're looking at the people that didn't build it, but they're using it. What are they doing? That's what our newest people are looking at. They're not looking at us. They're looking at them. Okay, so here's what you got to know. Most likely, now if you're the big upline, of course, you know, this is a different story for you. But most likely, you are probably in the realm of, you know, maybe not the big upline. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It's okay. You could be making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year and not be the big upline. So don't get me wrong. You could be doing it quite well for yourself, being completely full-time and halfway retired and still not be considered the big upline. So don't worry. I think most people listening to this podcast are probably in that, in that realm of people. Realize that you must be the biggest support player for your big uplines team and whatever they're creating. Otherwise, your downline won't follow you. Does that make sense? If you are the big upline, the big, 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 big upline, all you have to do is teach your leaders how to do what I'm telling you, telling them. And the problem is now solved. Yeah. And what it's going to do for you as you're engaging in your uplines team and you're adding value and you're engaging with other people is one, it's going to grow you. It's going to grow you. You're going to start, uh, showing signs of gratitude. You're going to start interacting with other people and that requires you to learn communication skills, to develop your leadership skills and your upline is going to take notice also, um, which is usually great because then also a byproduct of engaging and being active in your uplines team is like other opportunities are generally going to come your way. If new things are being tested, you know, most likely they're going to come to you first. If new things are working, you know, they're going to ask you to step up and lead different aspects of the team. And, or maybe that's not, maybe that's scary to you and you want none of that. You just want your team to be engaged. Um, then, then you can say no, you know, but if that is something that you want, then that is generally a byproduct of something, um, that's going to come from it. Yeah, totally. I mean, network marketing is one of those places that it's, it's more hidden, but it still exists. Like favor still exists. Like if you're thinking about the corporate world, you know, like if you have favor from your boss, that's a good thing, right? Now your, your upline is not your boss. And if any of you upline are treating 
you're down like like you're the boss, you should stop that. That's not good. Um, but it's almost a little hidden. But what Ashley said is totally true. Like if if we have a downline call us, it's I like to be excited to look at to look at that person's name. I enjoy that. Think about think about this. If you have a downline call you, no, let, let, let's, let's 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 change it again. If you call your upline, okay, you call your upline. Do you want them excited that you're calling, or do you want them annoyed? Now, I'm not saying if you don't engage, they're going to be annoyed, but I am saying if you're not engaged and you're calling them for help, most likely they're not super pumped about helping you because you haven't been helping them. Everything in life is a two-way street. Let's go. Let's pretend you're trying to um, you're trying to get in contact with someone very high level, someone way above your weight class. Let's say you know, let's say you want to contact a person in business that's high up there. If you want to contact them, what's your best bet? Is it to email them? Is it to message them on Instagram? Message them on a on a low crowded channel? Is it to call them directly? Like, what's your best bet? How do you get in front of that person? How do you get them to know your name in a positive way? Is it any of those things? No, it's none of those things. It doesn't matter. None of those things matter. The what you want to do is add value to their life so that they notice you as someone that is helping them. If they feel like they have been had a better life because of you, what are they going to want to do in return? Give back to you, right? Think about someone that's that's given to you. If you've been the recipient of generosity, what do you naturally want to do? give back to them. Right. And so obviously network marketing is one of those instances where, you know, it's a little tough. It's a little tough sometimes to see the, to see what can I actually receive from this relationship. But if you can be in good favor from an upline, that's a good thing because you can, there are good things that come down from that. Like Ashley said, you could be the recipient of maybe a new product that's coming out and they want to test it. Right. Or maybe they just want to give you something, or maybe they've got a leader on your team. They've got a leader that they need to place someone in their organization. And they don't know where to place them because it doesn't matter where to place them. So they just want, they'll just give it to their favorite person, right? Give them to you. Now, quick little side note, leadership note, like it's not good to have like favorite favorites and verbal favorites. It's, but it's, but so like, just know that like, you're not supposed to have favorites and you shouldn't. Um, but you shouldn't be operating out of this right. mentality to become a favorite. You should g- genuinely be operating out of this place to add value, to engage, to help the bigger team not to become a favorite but like we said as a byproduct generally that's going to happen yeah nice byproduct good rule of thumb and then we'll kind of wrap it up is if this is good for the big team it's good for me okay because if the big team is successful it's going to pour down it's going to trickle down to you and your entire team okay so if think about your big team whoever it is if it's good for the big team it's automatically good for me Okay, so add value to your bigger team. By default, everything will trickle down because my guess is if it's a bigger team, it's bigger than yours and you're a part of it. So if it's good for the big team, it's good for you. That means that if I can help my crossline, I'm not saying getting on a phone call. I'm not saying privately coach your crossline. I'm saying edifying them publicly in, a, in the Facebook group. I'm saying edifying them publicly or making them feel special at the physical meeting. That's what I'm saying. But if it's good for the big team, it's good for me. So your new mission in life, outside of everything that you're doing, is to add value to the big team that you're a part of in whatever avenue your upline is using, right? If you don't agree with any of this stuff, if you don't, or not with this stuff, I mean, you, this is, uh, I think, fairly 
easy to agree with. But if you don't agree with what your upline is doing necessarily, let's say you uh, don't agree with whatever, whatever they're doing, right? You don't agree with, just pick something. I'm sure there's many hotel things. Hotel meetings. You don't, yeah, you don't, don't agree with hotel meetings. The, the, there's two sides to disagreement, okay? There's not two sides, there's two points that I'm gonna cover. The first one is um, something that you just might need to get over, right? Like, okay, maybe number one, I don't have enough experience yet to really make a valid argument about why I don't, why I don't agree with this. That is, that is legitimately possible. You might need to just get over some stuff. And if it's little things like, you know, I don't agree with what you said there. Get over it! You know, everyone makes mistakes, right? Your, your upline most likely isn't judging you every time you make a mistake because if they did, you would quit. So if you judge them every time that they make a mistake, guess what's gonna happen? They won't work with you! And if they're someone that has skill, that's a bad thing. So disagreements, or if you don't agree with something, if it's something little, just get over it. If it's something big, a lot of things that we were taught back in the day, this is no knock against, this is no knock against any of the human beings that we worked with. We, uh, we've, I think we've expressed our love in many, many episodes to them. We love them dearly. We learned a lot of great things from them. But there was one thing that, that I didn't quite, I still don't agree with, which was basically if we don't agree with something, here, this, was kind of, this was kind of the mentality behind it. If you don't agree with the hotel meetings, Zach, just grow a big enough team with hotel meetings to where you have enough influence to change things. That was, is that basically accurate? That's accurate. Okay. But I just said I don't agree with hotel meetings. Like, why would I want to build my business using things I don't agree with and that I think are dumb? Why would I build my whole business just to switch everything once I have, once I have enough influence to like actually make a switch? Because that doesn't cause confusion. Yeah, that doesn't cause any confusion at all. It's just, it's super just great. Okay, so this, so this is my recommendation to you. I think you've probably got our, you've got our mindset before with making sure you stay a course long enough to realize that you shouldn't be on the course anymore. You know, a successful person by default, you know, pick a book and read it. It says they make decisions quickly and they change them slowly. That, that means that if you're on a course, you stay the course for a while, okay? I'm not saying you change it every two weeks. You stay the course for a while. But once you realize that this course is not what I want, this, I don't agree with this course, or something is off and it's been a year, right? Or it's been long enough to realize it, nine months. It's been a long enough time for you to actually make that call. Make the freaking shift, okay? If you can't see yourself adding value to your upline's team because you don't agree with your upline's morality or you don't agree with the way they build the business or something, Make sure that it's validated. You're not just making a stupid excuse to change something. It's much easier to find a new opportunity than it is to stick in the one you've got. Now, I say that, and I'm kind of like sort of regretting it because obviously I want lots of people to come in on our opportunity. But it's easier to join a new opportunity than it is to stay in the one you've got. Because in our mind, we trick ourselves into saying, oh, it'll be different over there, right? And we can now blame our previous opportunity rather than blaming ourselves. So that's just a period, it's, it's an overstatement. But if you have been, if you have identified that you're legitimately in an opportunity that is broken, if your marketing system doesn't work, if you spend more, this is not a joke, if you spend more than a handful of hours a week and sponsoring less than a person a week, your marketing system is broken. B-R-O-K-E-N, broken broke it. Okay. If you're spending more than one hour per week and you're sponsoring less than one person a week and whatever you're doing, you're not like in the midst of building a funnel, like you've actually been doing it. 
your stuff is broke, okay? Maybe you should actually look for a change. But if it isn't broke, stick with it for a little bit. Identify it's broke and then leave. Okay, I think I'm done rambling. I think so. Done? <laughs> well, guys, I think we're all set for today. Is there anything else you wanted to add? No, I think I would just say just engage. I know sometimes it can be scary engaging. We can feel like I don't know what to say. I don't know how to approach this person. What if people judge me? You know, are people going to look at me weird? Uh, but just know that on the other side is growth and uh, building yourself, building stronger relationships and creating a community that you actually really love being a part of. Uh, and being responsible for like creating the energy behind it is going to give you so much joy and excitement for yourself. So I'd say even if you're scared, even if you don't know what to say, even if you don't know what to do, just do something, like test it. And if it doesn't work, try something else. If what you said doesn't, uh, you know, move somebody, say it differently. Uh, and just test things until you kind of get your flow and figure out what works for you and kind of figure out where your strength zone is and where you can engage the most. Yeah, totally. Well, guys, it's been really fun sharing with you guys here today. I know I got off on a little bit of a, of a rant off our topic, but that's okay. It was amazing spending time with all of you today and um, appreciate you listening. And we'll talk to you all soon and see you in the next episode. Thanks. Thanks.